What is up, friends? I just want to give a quick shout out to this week's podcast sponsor, Clarice Hicks with the Hauler program. Let me tell you really quick what inspired her. Her daughter had been getting bullied massively at school. Clarice went to the school looking for solutions and the school was found wanting. A few years later, another little boy who attended the school was being bullied. He ended up retaliating, but then taking his own life as a result. Clarice Hicks took massive action. She created the Holler Program, which stands for Honor, Observe, Listen, Learn, Elevate, and Reflect. This program is focused on positive experiences through innovative activities that focus on character, effective communication, and leadership building. She's located in Newport News, Virginia. She has a Facebook page, which is uh, psalmsandservice.com the holler, slash the holler program and she also has a Facebook page you guys I'm going to put both of those things in the podcast description you can go check her out Clarice if you're listening to this podcast today thank you for everything that you're doing in your community you are filling a massive void and we so much appreciate what you're doing and I just pray that God will continue to bless everything you put your hands to Clarice thank you so much for serving our community in this way Well, good morning, friends. How the heck are you guys? This is actually Daily Encouragement. Today would be, what day would it be today? It would already be May 11th. Oh my gosh, time is flying by. That is amazing. Wow, that is pretty cool. Oh, that means it'd be the day after Mother's Day. Oh, wow, okay. That's pretty awesome. I, man, I hope y'all had a great Mother's Day. Maybe some of the restaurants and things will be open by then, right? (laughs) That's what I'm hoping for, man. Oh, man. I love taking my kids out, out to lunch and stuff. Um, Hopefully we can do that. We'll see how it goes. By the time you guys hear this, like I said, it'll be May 11th. But in all actuality, it is April 27th. And um, yeah, so I'm not really sure what Mother's Day is going to look like. But anyway, you guys. So I was listening to the podcast that released today. And there was something that I had been thinking about that I wanted to share with you guys um, that I, I don't think I have actually talked to you guys about. Um, and it's the whole idea of waiting. So I want to just share with you guys about, uh, what I've come to understand to wait upon God. And then we're going to talk about trust today. Um, as far as, uh, communication goes and relationships, we've been doing a, you know, a little mini series on relationships and what that looks like. Um, so we're going to be talking about trust today. So I think that'll be a really good topic, you guys. But before we get into it, let's go ahead and pray. And then we will start this conversation. So Lord, 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 thank you, Jesus, for this day. Ah, Lord, you are just doing so many amazing things in your people right now, God. You are just really growing our capacity to trust you. You are healing us, God. You are restoring us, Lord. You are helping us find our purpose, Lord. You are giving us grace. You are exchanging our beauty for ashes, Lord. You are taking away our shame and just giving us our authority back, God. You've given us an amazing covering, Lord. Thank you for that, Lord. Thank you for the practical wisdom you give us in life. Um, I'm just so grateful, God, for the work that you're doing inside of me, the work you're doing to my brothers and sisters. Ah, Lord Jesus, I pray this podcast is blessing people out in the world. I pray, Lord, people are getting a stronger sense of identity in their life. I pray that this podcast is giving them a real framework 
to be able to build their identity upon their character and their values. Um, I pray, Lord, that if there's any shame, condemnation, fear, just those different negative things, God, those indicators, Lord, they're not bad, just indicators, Lord, indicators where healing needs to take place, Lord. I pray that you would expose those areas, that they can be vulnerable with you, bring those areas of their heart to you, God, where they're feeling the, the isolation, the fear, the shame, the judgment, the condemnation, all of those things. Bring it to you, Lord. Get out from underneath of that, God. Get underneath your love that surpasses knowledge. Get underneath your grace and get into the purpose you have for them, God. Um, and they would operate from a place of complete healing, God. We know that's your heart, Lord. We know you want to heal your, your people. And uh, Lord, what can we give to others if we're not healed ourselves? What grace and perspective and, and you know, how are we going to be able to you know, see people be raised from the dead if we are still dead on the inside, God. So Lord, Lord, let, Lord, let us tap into this power that you've given to us, God, by you ra raising yourself. We have the Holy Spirit in us, God. There's so much untapped potential in us, Lord. Oh my gosh, I could just go on about it. But God, I just thank you, Lord, that you are awakening us to this. I pray we can live from heaven, Lord, that you will teach us, God, what it means to be your children, to live from the resources you have for us, God, to really go in deeper with you, Lord, just all the way in, God. So Lord, I just pray you'll continue to reveal yourself to us in all of our lives, that all of us will walk in the authority and the power and the grace and the love that you've given to us, God, that your kingdom will be advanced on this earth through our lives, Lord, and that we will have just more peace and joy and um, just fulfillment in our lives, God, because of what you're doing in us, Lord. So God, please, Lord, direct this conversation. I pray it can be a massive encouragement to people listening. And I pray you'll guide and direct the conversation about trust. Um, we know this is foundational with you and it's going to be foundational on our relationships with other people, God. So I just pray you'll bless this conversation. I thank you so much for this day. And we just pray all these things in Jesus name. So anyway, you guys, yeah, like I said, I was listening to the podcast that released today. Um, and it was talking about, you know, the four stages of communication, you guys. And I realized that I talked about waiting in that, but I don't think I ever went over it with you guys. And so I just want to share that with you really quick. So this is, you know, I really encourage you guys to look up words. Okay. I mean, I'm serious. Get an old dictionary and look up some of these words because when you do, like if you look up the word wait, it's going to completely blow your mind in terms of what God is really asking of us. Because you guys, when I used to hear the word wait, it was just sort of like a very passive, like I'm just waiting on God. But the, the, the intention and the meaning behind the word when you actually look it up is, is I guess it's different than what's been communicated or even how I've carried it out. And so you guys, I looked this up a while ago. I was, um, and it just came into my mind again, you know, a couple weeks ago. And I just want to share it with you guys really, really quick, um, just to give you guys some encouragement on what it really means to wait upon God. And so um, I was in, because I was thinking about the word, I looked it up. And you guys, I'm looking in my little dictionary right now. So every time I have my own notebook that I made. And so when I look up different words, I'll just write it in this notebook. And it's, it's common words that I that are in the Bible a lot or things that, you know, words that I come across or are really trying to integrate into my life. And so I have my own notebook here that I started. So, you know, that's a really great thing to do to you guys is just write these important words down. And then you don't have to, you don't always have to go back into the dictionary. You can just look in your own little dictionary that you're creating. So that's what I did for myself. And I'm looking for it right now, you guys. I should have done this before I got on the podcast. But you know me, I guess. Um, I am not always as prepared as I think I am, but, uh, so any really quick, you guys, oh, you know what? I wrote it on the back of the card. Oh, thank you, Lord. That was awesome. Okay. I wrote it on the back of the card. I wrote the scripture on a card and I wrote the definition on the back. So, you know what? Thank you, God. You got my back. 
All right, you guys. So check this out. I was in, I wrote down Isaiah 64 verses three through four. And it says, for when you did awesome things that we did not expect, you came down and the mountains trembled before you. Since ancient times, no one has heard, no ear has perceived, no eye has seen any God besides you who acts on behalf of those who wait for him. And oh my gosh, I love that. You know, we have to also remember that not is is not God is not only preparing a kingdom for us in heaven, a place for us, right? Jesus said, He goes, I've gone to prepare, prepare a place for you. If that wasn't true, I wouldn't have told you, right? So God isn't going to tell us anything that isn't true. He says, Let God, let God be true and every man a liar, right? So God will tell us the truth 100 percent of the time. And it says he's gonna prepare a place for us, you know. Don't do, do not be troubled. I think it's in uh, John 14. So anyway. I always used to think of that verse, you know, no eyes seen, no ears heard, the things that God has prepared for those who love him. I was always thinking more in the context of like when I die, right? But after reading this, it really opens up your mind to realize that no, God is talking about now while we're living, yo. Did you know that God has things prepared for you, right? No eye has perceived, no ears heard. Those who wait on him, the dead, if you're in heaven, you ain't waiting on God, you're already gone. Right? So that means that there's going to be a waiting that happens while we're still alive because God's plan is that his glory would shine through our lives. Boom. He wants to show up. Right? God wants to show up, show up and show out in our life. Right? God, God wants to make himself known, not only to us, but to the world around him because it's God's will that everybody will be saved. And so, you know, and, and that's, that's why it's so important. We have to be able to to give our testimony, to not be ashamed of the things God's redeemed us from, because you know what? Everybody has shame in their life. There's not a human being on the planet that's never experienced shame. You know, and I talk about what shame is on the podcast. You guys go back to the beginning episodes. If you're new to the podcast, welcome. We're in the middle of a life coaching series. And, uh, you know, that started on January 20th. So if you guys can start there, but there's a ton of content before that talking about shame and condemnation, all that stuff you guys have loaded. These are things that I've learned over the last six years that have completely changed my life in Christ. And I'm sharing it with you guys because I want you guys to get in, to get into some of this freedom that God promises. He says, we go from glory to glory. I never knew what that meant. I never even knew what freedom was. I always thought freedom was bondage. Like, okay, I'm free in Christ because I'm a Christian, but I was feeling the oppression of the bondage. I was not experiencing the fruit of the spirit, even though I claimed to have God inside of me, right? My life the fruit that I was, that was being produced in me was not consistent with the truth of what God said. All right. So anyway, you guys wait, you know what it means? It means to stay or remain in expectation as of an anticipated action or event to wait for until expectation. What do you think it means to walk in faith? Faith is an expectation. Hopefully your expectation is that God is true and he's going to do exactly what he said he's going to do, that he's going to restore your life. Are you allowing God to do the things he wants to do inside your life? And I was thinking about that today. I forget, I was listening to something and he was bringing up that story when the guy was sitting by the pool and Jesus asked him, do you want to be healed? And he kept making excuses. Are we going to be those Christians making excuses? Why God can't heal us? Oh, it's just a different time period, right? Think about how many times you hear that. Oh, it's just a different world we're in than it was when Jesus' disciples were here. And when Jesus was here, it's not the same. What? Um, I think people still need to be healed regardless of the time period that they're in. It doesn't matter, right? 
healing is healing. You know, oh, so what, people have gotten a little more intellectual and hiding the things they need to be healed from? Or a little more advanced in covering up the truth of their lives? Oh, absolutely. Totally. Yeah, I could see that. (laughs) You know, the things that we have now to hide ourselves behind our, you know, Facebook profiles, our Instagram, you know, whatever. Okay, I, I don't like to be that person too much because, you know what, I don't think that everybody on Facebook is trying to be fake, honestly. I think there's people out there that are trying to keep it real. You know, but all I'm saying is um, I think it's gotten easier for people to hide who they really are. You know, at times Um, we can hide behind all the knowledge we have. We can hide behind the word of God. We can hide behind, you know, um, just whatever it is. Right. Insert here, whatever you're hiding behind, you know. And so uh, just realizing anyway, you guys, you know, what are we what are we anticipating from God? What do you what are you looking forward to in him? How are you waiting upon him? And, you know, it just says that, you know, we can wait for him. And those who wait on him will not be ashamed. They will not be disappointed. That's what God says. You have to be willing to let God break down the barriers. That's why the the Bible talks about we have weapons that are able to destroy strongholds, right? Um, Take, you know, uh, destroy presumptions and arguments that go against the knowledge of God. You have to be willing to go to take that and and make it against your arguments. God is not going to make an argument against himself, right? You are the only one in your own mind that'll keep you from God, right? The way you think about things, the way you perceive things. If it's not lining up with the truth of God, then you know that there's something inside of you that has to get cut down, right? Humbling yourself, you know, and just saying, you know what, Lord, I don't have the right view of you. You say these things, but I don't always see it the way you see it, Lord, you know, and just being real with God that way. You know what I'm saying? So anyway, you guys, I just want to share that with you, what it means to wait upon God, okay? Waiting upon Him is just to remain in expectation of an anticipated action or event, right? And I hope that you are anticipating and that you are waiting and expecting God to heal you and use your life for His glory and His purposes. You guys, we are no... How do I say this without sounding crazy, I guess, right? Heresy, Ashley. You are supposed to be like Christ in the way of knowing where you came from and knowing where you're going. But here's the deal. You are not Jesus Christ. You're not here to die for the sins of the world. You know, what? what, what is that Messiah complex? I've heard that. Somebody used that term. The Savior complex. You are not the Savior. You are supposed to show people what the Savior has done for you. you your life is the only thing your life should be doing is um, experiencing the evidence of God's grace in your life. That is it. You know what I mean? Jesus had a different function than you do. He poured out the grace, you receive it. Two different paradigms. God gives you what you need, you integrate it into your life, right? You're yoked with Christ. You know, the Lord's the seasoned one. He's the one teaching you, right? He's done it. He's done his purpose. He's lived it out. He did what he's supposed to be doing. Now you're learning how to do that through him, right? But you're not saving anybody, right? You're just supposed to uh, realize that just, you know, you've been redeemed. You had an area of shame in your life or healing that needed to be done or restoration or, you know, you had this level of knowledge in your life that you were living by that wasn't serving you. And uh, God, God gave you a revelation and now your life's on a completely different track. And so now you can relate to other human beings that are just like you in that way, right? We all were born into this, you know, lack of knowledge of God and 
You know, maybe you grew up in a family that knew the Lord, but how many times has that necessarily worked out for people, right? People grow up in the church and all of a sudden they're leaving the church and all this kind of stuff. It's like, there's a disconnect going on there, man. So, and that's okay. God doesn't condemn anybody for it. He just wants us to take responsibility that, you know, sometimes the way we think about him isn't really who he, it's not who he says he is. You know, we should be experiencing the fruit of having God inside of us, you know? And so anyway, you guys, I just want to share that with you today. I hope it makes sense. Let's go ahead and jump into the trust equation. Um, I don't, I want to make sure I get through this today. It looks like there's a couple pages. So, um, yeah, let's go ahead and jump into this. You guys, let's talk about trust. And, um, these are just some thoughts that I had about it. Um, kind of some characteristics, you know, things to think about while, you know, you're building trust in your life with God, building trust with other people. Okay. So let's talk about the word, um, you know, intimacy, intimacy. Like I have, I, like I've had it explained to me is like the penthouse suite, right? You don't just get intimacy in a relationship. And, you know, think about that. Uh, I, I was reading scripture over the weekend. Oh, gosh, I think it was in John 14 or 15. But the Lord says, you know, you love me and I love you. You know, we have this dynamic and then he shows himself to you. So he doesn't just show himself off the get. Right. I mean, have you all ever done that in a relationship? You show yourself a little too quick to somebody in a relationship and you get burned because you know what? They, you, you didn't give it time, you know? You got to give things time, you know, and here's the thing. I know the Lord knows everything. That's the thing too. He does, but he will test you. He's going to test your relationship with you. He's going to let you figure out what's in your heart. Do you want to serve him or not? Do you want to be with him or not? Right? He's going to let you, he's going to let you figure that out. And then you have to make a choice. If you're still going to serve him and follow him and love him, receive his love, you know, make yourself known to him as he has to you right? His intentions, your intentions, he gives to you, you give back to him. That's, that's the dynamic. You know, it's not God giving everything to you and you completely withholding yourself or you expecting God to do anything and everything for you. And you're not giving anything back to him, right? You're not going to give him your life or your time or your mind or your heart. You just want God to bless you and do all these things for you, but you're not willing to, to give yourself to him, right? You just want the benefits. <laughs> uh, it don't work like that, man. It never, and it'll never work like that in any type of quality relationship, right? You can't just extract what you want out of it and, and, uh, not give you yourself any type of way, you know? So, uh, and, and so intimacy is, is like at the top floor, but it's going to take time. You, you don't just get that with somebody, right? You don't just know somebody off the get. It takes time. Heck, I've been with my husband over 20 years and we're still working on this thing, knowing each other, you know? Um, I think it's gonna be a lifelong thing, honestly, but, uh, you know, so that's really, really important. So trust, you know, intimacy is at the top. Trust is at the ground level. Okay. Um, have you ever had someone approach you and say, you can trust me when you've never met them, but they want to play a role in your life, right? Maybe they want to be a part of something that you're doing and they're just saying, trust me, or they, they tell you everything that they think you want to hear to try to make some quick moves into your life. Lord have mercy. Watch yourself. Save yourself. All right. So. Um, you share yourself with, you know, you share yourself with them. They share yourself with you. Then over time, you can go ahead and start to build that. But, you know, think about what happens when you share yourself with somebody, but they're not sharing yourself with you. You end up setting yourself up for betrayal, hurt, judgment. You guys been there, done that. So make sure you have some stinking boundaries in life. And um, if you guys struggle with boundaries, go back to the very beginning of this podcast back in October of 2019. I talk about boundaries, you know, every week, um, up until January 20th. So you guys can get some perspective on boundaries. 
um, in relationships and uh, being able to pay attention to that if you guys struggle with that. So um, a couple other things about you as far as building trust in relationships. Um, a couple things. You need to be able to tell the truth. You need to confront. You need to be genuine. Okay. We talked about that in the other podcast a couple weeks ago. Um, when did that one get released? It was talking about, um, you know, communication skills. I believe it was. Yeah. Oh, no. The practice of being for others. That was April 20th. Right. That was last Monday then. So part of it, um, part of being there for somebody. Okay. So you've got being empathetic and then learning to be genuine. Right. Your inward man matches the outward man. You express outside exactly who you are on the inside. And you guys, I know that takes a lot of courage. All right. But I've, I'm telling you, when you operate in your true values, when you get yourself established, okay, I hope you guys have been doing your homework. You got yourself established in your character. You know, you know your character and you owe the grace of God. So you don't sit there and beat yourself up and say you're really not those things. Because if you're doing that, then you're not underneath the grace of God and you got to get out from underneath condemnation. So once you do that and you realize what your character traits are and God's grace will, you know, mix with that and he's going to give you what you need to, to be that person. You know, you start, then you now, now you need to figure out your values. And I, I walked you guys through another podcast with that. But when you know your values and you're living by your values, then it's going to completely change how you make decisions as a person. And so for me, um, one of my values is having integrity, is being genuine. You know, that's very, very important to me. Um, and so I have to be able to uh, talk about things I need to talk about with people and communicate very clearly to them so they know who they're getting in relationship with too, right? I mean, have you ever been in a relationship with somebody and it seemed like all of a sudden they flipped the script? But the truth is they just weren't being genuine. You guys, I've been like that. And you know what? If you're listening to this podcast and I've ever been like that with you where, you know, I wasn't being genuine with you, forgive me for that. You know, um, honestly, you guys, I had just went through a season in my life you know, um, up, you know, six years ago, up, you know, before that, especially where I always had prioritized connection over, you know, being authentic because I wanted people more in my life than I did just kind of telling the truth of who I was and what I was trying to do. So if you, if you guys struggle with that, I completely understand, but I'm telling you from experience, when you step out, it's very liberating. And I think people are going to respect you more, right? They're going to know where you stand and you're, you're going to save yourself a lot of heartache. Okay you're going to save yourself from betrayal, hurt, and judgment. I'm not saying you can prevent every single thing, but um, I've learned that some of the betrayal and those things that I felt is really because I, I set myself up for it, honestly, because I wasn't being genuine. But uh, hey, I, I live and learn. Here I am sharing with you guys in hopes of giving you guys some insight to this so you guys don't have to walk through that anymore either. All right. Now, here's the deal. If you're telling someone the truth, if you're confronting, if you're being genuine, you know, about what you need in a relationship, that's the other important thing. You guys better know what you need in that relationship. What's the function of this relationship? What do you need? Are you communicating who you are? If they get offended, really, um, can you be in a relationship with somebody who's going to get upset with you because you're telling them what you need? You know what? That's okay. That just, that just shows you that that relationship isn't ready and move on to the next, the next one and, you know, wait for another relationship to come. Pray that God will send the right people into your life that you need in this season. Okay. That's what I'm doing. You guys, I'm praying that God will send me the, the people that I need in my life right now to, because I know who I'm growing into be as a person. I know who I am and I know, you know, where I'm headed in life. And I want to be with people who are also on that same wavelength, if that makes any sense. So you guys pray that people, will, God will send these types of people into your life that are living by their character, their values, who know this, who are also seeking to be genuine, to communicate honestly and with integrity. Okay. So 
Um, but yeah, just be leery of that, right? If someone who gets all super offended, um, it shows that they can't be trusted at that level. It doesn't mean that they can never be trusted, but it's just, you know, they won't have a place in your life maybe right there, okay? Again, you have to be able to actually ask yourself, what's the function of this relationship? You know, what, what's really going on here? So, um, so people can show that they can be trusted, but it's just going to take time. Different relationships, different levels of intimacy. All right. Um, here's some other thoughts, you guys. If you are, if you are genuine with a person when you meet them and they are offended by that. Okay. Again, that reveals that they live by making assumptions and judgments. All right. More time will be needed and you realize what you can share and what you cannot. Okay. They have to show how they can be trusted. Okay. So that's really important. You guys, we just talked about this, but it just keeps getting reemphasized. Make sure that you guys, um, you know, give, give time and space. And sometimes if they never, if they continue to be offended or whatever, just say, you know what? I love you. Um, or, you know, it was nice trying to get to know you. This just relationship isn't going to work out and just walk away peacefully separate from people at times. You guys, I've had to do that. And, uh, it's been very life giving to me in that way. Um, sometimes you just have to do it for your own well-being. Um, again, know the function of the relationship. What's the purpose of this relationship? Not again, not every relationship is going to have the same function. Okay. Um, like, okay. If you're building a business and you need someone to help you with the website, they're going to help you with the website. They're not going to give you a therapy session, right? You have different people for different things, you know? So that's, what's important to remember. Um, are the people you are building relationships unconditionally accepting? Do they demonstrate they seek to understand you? Right. Uh, we talked about that kind of in the very, and I think it was another podcast. I can't remember which one it was, but just realizing, oh, the, the pillars of relationships, right? And the, and the very base pillar was that, you know, in Christ, the unconditional love, the unconditional grace that he gives, right? Being rooted in God's love and his grace. God doesn't judge you or condemn you, right? So um, you have to get, when you get your heart underneath of that, that gives you the ability to operate with other people in the same type of way. You know, we're not going to assume, when I say, unconditionally accepting what i mean is they're not they're not going to judge you or assume anything of you they're going to ask questions they're going to seek to understand you know they're going to come into the relationship and they're going to say you know what i know so and so is doing their best right so hopefully you know when you look at people you assume that of them like you know what i know you're doing your best and if there's anything that comes across that seems like it could be questionable instead of assuming you either ask them the question and get the truth established or you question your own thinking, right? Because at the end of the day, that's the only thing that's going to trip you up anyway is how you perceive things. So, you know, um, are you assuming the worst of me, right? Oh, that's the other thing. Um, how do people treat you when you're imperfect? Do they, do they assume the worst of you? You don't want to be in a relationship with somebody like that. Um, if, if you are imperfect, talk, they can talk to you about it. You talk to them about it. Hey, you know what? We all make mistakes. Sometimes it's really great to learn to humble ourselves and say, you know what? I was wrong for that or whatever. That's important. You know, I do that with my kids. I do that with my husband. I do that in my friendships. You know, um, if I sometimes, you know, maybe come across just being a little bit like snippety or whatever, you know, just saying, Hey, you know what? Forgive me for that. I was wrong. This is what was going on? You know, just give them some context you know, cause we're not, we're not going to be perfect. We're going to have days where, you know, we're not going to communicate, um, as clearly of our intentions as we had wished. But if we can go back and at least humble ourselves and go back to that situation, then I think there's definitely hope for recovery. Um, a few more things, you guys, you know what? I might not get all the way through this today. I might have to finish it off tomorrow. So you guys have to bear with me a little bit. Um, so people, uh, people you can trust for you. They're not against you, right? They want to understand you and not judge you. Again, we just talked about that. 
Okay. Um, people are coming for understanding and insight. Right? Those are the kind of people you want to have in your relationship. When you're in a relationship with somebody, hopefully you guys are coming from a place of understanding, get some insight to each other and who each other is. Like I said, it all depends on the function of the relationship, um, you know, and why that person's in your life. Um, here's another thing. If a person isn't opening up, if they're closed off, all right, sometimes it's really good to ask yourself, how am I being for this person? How are they receiving me? That, <laughs> you know, you guys, that's very humbling. Um, you know, to ask yourself that, but I think it's really, really important. Um, you know, how are you being towards that person if they're really closed off? Um, you know, I, I was in a relationship with somebody, but I never even asked them why they were closed off. I knew they were closed off, but I never really asked them because I didn't want to, them to be offended that I perceived they were closed off. <laughs> I know it's, it's, it's ridiculous, but it's true. I probably would have saved myself some heartache and that other person if I just would have talked about it. But I was never taught to do any of these things. And so, you know, it was a long time. I mean, you guys, this was a relationship, gosh, over 10 years. You know, we invested our lives and, you know, um, that this we never had this conversation, you know. Now, I knew this person had been hurt a lot. And so that was the other thing. I was just like, well, they're just, they've been hurt, you know. So I, so I always had, you know, I just had a lot of understanding for that. But, uh, you know, um, just paying attention to that. If it's a brand new relationship, right? It's, it's hard. It's hard to, it's a little bit more challenging, I suppose, if this has been a relationship that you've had for years and years and years and years and the person is closed off. Obviously you're still there. They're still there. You know, hopefully you guys are able to talk about that, but I'm just saying new relationships, right? Um, if this is a brand new relationship and if the person is closed off, maybe just asking yourself, you know, how am I being for that person? How are they receiving me? Um, you know, and, and this is why it's important to be genuine. Okay. From the get go. Um, how do people respond to the real you? Are they judgmental? Do they make assumptions? Do they fly off the handle? Um, that means they're not mature enough to handle the truth of themselves. If they can't handle the truth of themselves. Right? So this is why it's again, this is why it's important to be uh, genuine, to be honest, to be authentic. Uh, when you first start a relationship with somebody, because you got to know who you're dealing with and they need to know who they're dealing with. It's for you and it's for them. You know, again, it depends on the type of relationship. Let's just say a friendship, right? Um, I think you should be genuine and honest at, at the get, you know, um, if you're building a new friendship with somebody, um, as you feel comfortable, as they share themselves and you share yourself, you know, I think that's going to be vital. So anyway, you guys, I'm going to go ahead and stop right here on the podcast. I've got a few more things I want to talk to you guys tomorrow about trust. And then we're going to get into, um, kind of really knowing a person, right? Intimacy, knowing someone. Uh, we're going to, we're going to dive into that a little bit more because you know what, what does Jesus say all the time? What is eternal life? Knowing him, right? And every time you read any of the parables of the 10 virgins or, um, the sheep and the coats, he goes, depart from me. I never knew you. You guys don't want to hear that. I don't want to hear that. So I need to know how to get to know the Lord in this way know him he knows me and then be able to take some of these same uh principles skills frameworks and put them into my relationships with other people right so anyway you guys i hope you have a wonderful rest of the day thank you guys for taking time to listen to the podcast um i will definitely see you guys tomorrow and i look forward to continuing this conversation you guys all right love you so much i will see you all next time